Happy New Year 2023. I'm so grateful that you're listening to this episode. No matter if you're listening to it a year after I recorded this episode, it doesn't matter. Everything that I'm going to be sharing with you today is going to help you in multiple areas of your life. It's going to help you no matter what time of the year you are starting the transition from public school teaching or private school teaching, or maybe you're entering into a retirement season and you want to continue your quest for teaching. I see this all the time with retired teachers or teachers, even if they have just a few years left, they're thinking, I don't think I can handle this anymore. I've always wanted to become an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to have my own school. I've always wanted to do it the way that I've envisioned it being. Or if you're a homeschool mom, and you're thinking, I've been homeschooling my children. I want to start a community. I want to involve other families. I have my teaching certificate. Maybe you don't have your teaching certificate. I have plenty of homeschool moms who have started a micro school. And guess what? They don't have any quote unquote teaching experience in a regular school. However, they have found teachers to execute their plan. I also have, depending on the state, that teachers and parents are in. You don't have to have a teaching certificate to operate a micro school. But regardless of where you sit today, if you are planning on starting a micro school, growing, or making a change, you definitely are in for a good moment of just planning out your year. I understand that in order to make a change in the upcoming school year, there is discomfort. You don't know where to start or how much you can even handle. You may feel tired, stuck, uninspired, fearful. You've got this vision, but you're afraid it won't work out and you're wondering, is the sacrifice worth it? Trust me, I understand. I was wishing to break free. I wanted to have a roadmap. I wanted to have the courage to get started. I knew that I had a vision, but I needed to break it down. I didn't have the right support. I didn't have the right tools. And I sat on the idea for five years. But thankfully, so much has changed since then. People are blazing a trail in an effort to start educational entrepreneurship so you don't have to feel alone. I know that it feels bothersome and just heavy knowing that you're trying to set goals. You've set goals before. You've tried to make changes. They haven't worked out. How will I make this actually work? How can I get the desired result? And can I really handle this change? Will it be worth it? So today we're going to talk about planning for the good life, but being led by the spirit, taking a big dream and making your thoughts get into a smaller bite-sized action pieces, capture our thoughts and still live the life of responsibilities of motherhood and teaching and career and being a wife and all of the above. How do we do it? How do we set where we are right now and cross the bridge to the next place? I'm going to give you some tangible examples. I'm going to give you some examples from our school, Lighthouse Learning. I hope that you are going to walk away feeling inspired, motivated, and confident that you really can make a change, even though it feels scary right now. Let's do it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. 
In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I want to start off with giving a big thank you to Kimmy Grace Kay when she left a review saying that these podcasts are changing her life. Mackenzie is such an encouragement to me and to so many other teachers out there. She helped me to cast a vision for my future, which involves starting my own micro school, something I felt called to do. Finding her podcast was a huge blessing, and I'm forever grateful for all of the wisdom and tips she shares so graciously. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so grateful that this is blessing you, and trust me when I tell you that it doesn't just come from me. I have a team of people that are praying and encouraging and helping me through this process to help you as well. And so I'm so grateful. If you have been thinking about planning for the new year and you've got all these thoughts and these emotions, maybe you have no idea what it will look like. You just want to make a change, but you need support. I wish that I would have had the community that we have. The questions answered, everything in our Facebook community. It's called Teachers Let Your Light Shine Facebook Micro School Community. I wish I would have knew how to start and grow a business. And I do now, but it was rough at first. I did tons of research. I hired someone, but now I get to work from home, make more than I ever would as an administrator, and I work less than 20 hours per week in our school. So it is such a blessing, and I know that there's so many people out there that had the same vision, but they didn't know how to get to it, and I am living proof. So in today's podcast, I'm going to start off with teaching you a simple mind sweep activity to help you get the thoughts squared away. We're going to break your thoughts down into quarterly goals. We're going to build in weekly review time. I'm going to help you with ways to stay motivated and confident, and then I'm going to share with you our vision for Lighthouse Learning for year four in 2023. You know, I wanted to work less. I wanted to teach in a way that I loved. I wanted to be with my children. I wanted to work from home. It sounded so good just to be more relaxed, be outside, not confined, but I couldn't see myself going anywhere. This is the life that I loved. It was so scary to be a teacher and then all of a sudden it was gone. What was I going to do? Open a school? No, thank you. I did not want to replicate what I was a part of, but I really had no idea that I could have what I have now. Could I really create what I wanted? The answer is yes, but I had to do a lot of digging. And so you may be sitting there going, where do I even start? And this podcast is going to help you today, but also I want to remind you to get into our Facebook group. Suture Let Your Light Shine, Micro School Community. Look us up on Facebook. You can also go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash resources. I recommend downloading our roadmap. There's so many free resources there. You can also book a coaching session at teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. Love sitting across the Zoom conference with my lovely teacher friends, parents, helping them get unstuck, clarifying their numbers, getting them into action, giving them their goals and their action steps. So you can book a coaching session. There's also the business bundle documents to help you get started. And then of course you can binge listen to these episodes. So good. You can definitely listen to 
the one that we just had prior to this episode, which was the top 10 episodes to binge listen, because it will, those are the most downloaded. And it's all the way from finances to motherhood to mindset to business basics. So definitely listen to that episode as well. All right, let's start with step one. How do we go from this idea? How do we cross the bridge into this new land, this new territory? What are the steps that we need to take? So real quickly, you've got to find yourself a notebook, okay? I like a hard back notebook. That's my preference. I've used spiral notebooks and I like, I, I love spiral notebooks, but they've got to be hard back. They just do. It's got to be spiral and it's got to be hardback because capturing your thoughts is crucial. I call it a brain dump. I'm also calling it a mind sweep because I, I like the term mind sweep. I like brain dump, but it kind of makes me think of like just dumping over a trash can. But I also, I, I, I've been thinking about the word mind sweep, like literally just going through my mind with a broom because I also love to vacuum. I'm thinking about just going through my mind and just sweeping it away, just getting the thoughts out, getting into the corners, you know, the little cobwebs and just like, er, 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 like getting it. Oh yeah, that thought. Oh yeah, get that unstuck. Oh yeah, get that out. Oh yeah. And then you just got this nice clean floor. Just imagine that for your brain, a mind sweep because you cannot keep it stored. Don't be afraid of overwhelm. I've been listening to this incredible podcast called Getting Things Done by David Allen. Oh my gosh, I'm reading his book. It's changing my life. He talks about mind sweeps himself, but capturing your thoughts is so, it, like he talks this about this five steps of going through to getting things done. And the very, the, the four, the four first steps are all about your thinking and processing. And I used to feel so guilty about how much time I was spending thinking and writing and processing when really it's paid me back tenfold. I've gotten a return on my investment. And just the fact that he's been doing this for 30 years proves to me how important and the research that he has that he has brought to our attention on capturing our thoughts and processing them. This is so critical whenever you are making a plan and you are starting a business and you are transitioning you have got to get the thoughts out of your head. If you do not practice journaling, that's okay. This isn't about journaling like, dear diary, today I'm feeling overwhelmed because I'm thinking about how I'm going to clear out my classroom. No, it's clear out my classroom. Like just dump it all out. Get it out of your head. Start with a notebook that's dedicated to just mind sweeping and then you leave it alone and you come back and you process it. It's scritchy, it's scratchy and I come back to it when I'm ready. So that's number one is having a place where you can do a mind sweep. Number two, let's talk about goals, okay? Because I think that our society has overcomplicated goals, smart goals, big, fat, hairy, scary goals, next 30 day goals, like all these it, it feels too much and I feel like we've overcomplicated and we tie it to a number and we tie it to a this and tie it to a that and it's just like what do you want and and I like to start with literally I just said the next 90 days but I'm, I'm not talking about complicating the next 90 days 90 days from now it's the end of March what do I want to have accomplished in 90 days there's a lot of growing and changing for our school next year we've got 18 students right now I have two full-time teachers they come to my house every day. My daughter, I, I wanted to do this for my kids, but my daughter's in high school now. My youngest daughter, this is her last year of elementary. She's going into middle school. We are thinking of restructuring and really being prayerful about where God wants her for next year. And I'm going to possibly lose students. 
I have a handful of students that are going into middle school. I don't feel called to middle school right now, but let me just tell you that I have had moments in my life where I did not think that I was called to do something and it was because I was being disobedient. So I'm also asking God to help me be obedient in what he is wanting me to do for my daughter, for our school. And although I've never really felt called to middle school, listen, it might just have to be something that we do. But all I know is that I've got a wait list right now of kindergarten through fifth and middle school, and I don't have enough room for them. And it's very overwhelming to me right now to think about the the three things that I'm going to tell you is happening in Lighthouse Learning. And so you better believe that I have cut out the overwhelm immensely by creating just a 90-day plan. Like I'm only focusing on the next 90 days. I have a plan for April, May, and June. But as of right now, this is all I'm doing, January, February, and March. And then I'll go into, you know, starting in February, beginning of March, I'll plan for April, May, June. And like I said, I have a vision, but I don't have all the steps planned out. And that's okay. But I did start with the 90 days. That was amazing. And I do know, of course, that in the end, in August, I'm going to start school. So if you're thinking of starting a micro school, you don't have to go August, oh gosh, July, June, May. You know, just I want to start a school in August, which means that I need to hopefully have my student enrollment by July. Well, you know, you can kind of get an idea of, am I going to have a summer camp in June and July? What am I going to need to do in May if you're leaving school? You know, you can have the gist, but I would definitely say January, February, March, you need to start there the next 90 days and work yourself backward. For an example, I'm going to give the new year plan to families. Well, when do I want to do that by? And how do I want to do it? Well, I want to email. I want to give out a survey. I want to revamp my website. I need to have my follow-up system intact. My marketing system's ready to go. I have my intro packet done, my introductory packet, which is a part of the business bundle. I must have my calendar, my planner, and erasable pins, friends. That's what I'm doing in order to do this. I'm like, okay, I know that in the next 90 days, I've got to give my plan to families. I need to make sure my introductory packet is on point. Not by the end of March. I'm going to have that done by the beginning of February. I have my marketing systems ready to go, my website revamped. Even though I just finished my website, there's more changes going on. So for the month of January, I know, okay, this is what I need to focus on. And if I'm going to focus on this, what am I doing every week? Okay, this week I'm going to work on this project. This week I'm going to work on this project. And I look at it as a project. You've got to start thinking about projects as well. I don't think we've ever been taught to look at a to-do list as a project. And I'm not talking about a to-do list. I'm talking about taking your ideas and breaking them down into projects with action steps. I've been doing this for a while, but then I was actually confirmed through the Getting Things Done website or through the Getting Things Done podcast with David Allen. I'm telling you, it's so good. It's helping me so much. It's helping me so much. All right, so I have a calendar. I have my planner. I've got erasable pens and I am just getting scritchy and scratchy and I'm starting to break down what I'm doing over the next 90 days. All right, number three. I, in this season and every every season, I always do you know, a weekly, like a review. I've always had an admin day, but now I know that because I have so many projects that I'm working on right now, not just for Lighthouse Learning or Micro School, 
but for Teacher Let Your Light Shine, we've got incredible things coming for you guys this year that are going to help you start your business, grow your business, market your business, have a community. It's going to be bonkers so good. But there's a lot of projects and I got I got more to tell you too of things that I know that I can't necessarily plan for right now, but I know that I have to make room in my life. So every week I'm doing a weekly review and probably not just once. I know that over the course of the past two weeks, I've been doing weekly reviews with myself where I sit down with my mind sweep, my planners, my journals, taking all the information, looking over my project list, making revisions, emailing, planning things out. It's so good though. I love it. I feel so purposeful. I love this part of my life where I get to work on meaningful, deep things that are building. We're building things. And I look at my daughters and how that much they love Legos. And Legos is so cool because as they turn each page, it just tells one block at a time. And I look at the pamphlet of Legos and I think, wow, they gave an entire booklet dedicated these nice shiny pages i don't know if they're shiny but they're just they feel so good and you just turn the page and it'll just show one little lego brick to put on next page add this lego brick turn the page this lego brick and the thoughtfulness that legos has to show they took this big project for kids and they broke it down into beautiful little bite-sized pieces and it makes kids feel purposeful and enjoyable and that's what I feel like we are doing. When we get to create our own business, our own school, our own tutoring business, our own learning bot, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yes, it's hard work, but when you get down and you can look at your weekly review, reviewing your projects, reviewing everything that you have coming at you gives you such clarity. It gives you such a focus and reinvigorates you to get the work done. Every Thursday is when I've been doing this, but I've also been doing it on Tuesday. I've been doing it on Wednesday. I've been doing it on Thursday because I find that I can't just do it right now, not in this busy season, not right now. And you'll find that you can do a weekly review when you don't have so many projects going on. But when you have a lot of projects going on, you have to gift yourself time to review what you are doing and what you are working on, not just putting things in your calendar. You have to look at what you need to do before you can put it into your calendar. It's purging. It's processing. What's working? What's not working? But during this time, I'm only reviewing and I'm only planning. If you can do 30 minutes a day, awesome. When I do this with my husband, it takes us about an hour. But lately, you know, we've been on vacation with winter break. So I've had more time in the morning. Sometimes it took me 20 minutes. Sometimes it took me two hours. But that's just the season that I'm in. During the summertime, it's not going to take me that long. During other parts of the year, it's not going to take me that long. April, May, it's not going to take me that long because I've already done the hard majority of work the first quarter of the year. All right, the next phase that you're going to go through in planning is that you've got to you got to pray. You have to pray. I mean, really, this should be number one, but when we talk about other than logistically pen and paper, praying, pray, plan for the good life, pray for the good life, but be led by the spirit. God, help me when my plan is not working out. Help me to not be a control freak. Help me to to capture what it is, the vision that you've given me. Help me to walk one step at a time. Be my good shepherd and help me to remember that when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
Help me as I'm walking, Father, to not be afraid of the darts that are thrown against me. Help me to walk this path that I think that I'm supposed to walk down, but lead me. Like there's a difference in walking and there's a difference in being led. So plan, walk, walk the good life, walk the path, but be led by the good shepherd. Be led by our heavenly Father. Get your time to be alone. That helps you to stay motivated and confident. But you know what else helps you? Talking about it. Keep working out the details and tell people what you are doing. You have to. Because I cannot tell you how many times people have come up to me and go, I remember you talking about this years ago. I remember. And I'm like, I was? I literally have spoken this into existence even when I didn't think it was really possible. Even when I didn't think that it was even a thing. Okay? But because I was talking it out, it, it solidified. It literally took this idea. It's almost like spiritual, this, this, this thought that came and then it became so physically manifested. Seriously, talk it out. Talk to people. Drop the seed. Get yourself a coach, a buddy, a mentor. Join our Facebook group. Write your plans with deadlines in your planner. Break them again and from 90 days into a month, into a week. You know why? Because clarity gives you confidence. Once you become confident, you can start talking it out to people, especially if you're going to start this year, because you need to let people know that you are getting your business started, which by the way, you need to listen to the upcoming episode that's going to help you with creating your exit strategy. So good. All right. It's going to help you with buying the things that you need to buy. Make the list that you need to make. I need to buy this. I need to call these people. Make a new list. I need to research this. Make list of things that you need to do so that let's say you're teaching one day. You know you can't make calls while you're teaching. So the days that you take off from work, yes, I'm telling you to take off from work to go and work on your new life goal here. Yes, you are. You're going to take off work. You're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Everybody's fine. It's all fine. Don't feel guilty. They got people in place to help take care of you, to help take care of your students, to help take care of your job. Yes, you can. Trust me. I have to tell myself that all the time. My husband does too. You can walk away. And then that's the day that you make the calls. Don't just put call Sally, research this all on one to-do list. That's just overwhelming. Make a separate list. It's called context list. I got to call these people. I've got to research this. I've got to do this. I need to plan this. I need to purchase this. Making different lists help you as well. All right, last but not least, I wanted to share with you what we are doing in Lighthouse Learning year four. Can't even believe it. Oh, dear God. It went from a vision. It went from then talking to my husband about it at nighttime in the bathtub, and he would write things down in this little journal that we had. That's come, yeah, yeah, this is coming up next week, next episode. You got to listen to it. But to then thinking of homeschooling my kids and thinking, God, that's weird, right? Because, I mean, I want to be with my kids, but they're school age now. So I guess the only way I could do it is to homeschool because I can't really start a school. And I really don't want to start a school. I just want to have some kids over. want to make some money. want to work from home. And I want to work on passion projects. Then it actually did happen where I started homeschooling and had kids at my house. And now it's grown. And it's just, it's just unbelievable. I'm also however, thinking about my threshold. And just because Lighthouse Learning can grow and be a big school doesn't mean that I want it to be. And it doesn't mean that that's what God wants it to be. So I'm not getting caught up in the numbers of how big I get, how many kids I have. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter to you either. You're paying the bills. You, you're loving the life that you have. And ultimately, it's about time freedom. 
I, I, it doesn't even, I, we can have all the money in the world, but if you're working every day of your life, that's not freedom. I think we're all after time freedom, but we also don't want to be homeless. So we got to have a job. And so there's financial freedom part two. But I'm not getting caught up in buying this big fancy building and getting 50 kids, 75 kids. I don't feel that's where God is leading me. However, however, that's my plan. And again, I'm praying about it and asking him, God, what do you want during this season of my life? What is my threshold? What is my bare minimum? What is my stretch goal? What is it that you have for me? Because if I could have it my way, I would, and this is where it comes in, we're going to have the three R's this year, relocating, restructuring, and rejuvenating. So if I could have it my way, it would be to buy a house, which we've been looking for for several years, but we live in the city in Florida and I want at least an acre, is to have our house and to build the building in the back of our of our house. And with that comes no homeowners association, with that comes some zoning, with that comes some you know, do we buy a house that already has a mother-in-law suite or do we buy a house that has the yard to build the mother-in-law suite? Because eventually if something happens, you know, 10, 15 years, 20 years down the road, I don't have lighthouse learning anymore. It can become something else. It can become a mother-in-law suite for our family. It can become a business of mentoring people, of having workshops there, of having tutoring sessions there, of having people from our shine community coming and having conferences there. I don't know, but I know that I feel led to build something and I feel led to do it on our own property because I know my husband wants to get into homesteading and bushcraft courses for our students and have the students outside and building. And and so I've created this whole plan and thank God he blessed us. I know many people are going, but what about the funding? Well, by the grace of God, whenever I started the school, I had no idea that there were funding opportunities. We were awarded the Vela Grant for 10000 back in the summertime of 2022. And then we recently were just awarded the $50,000 Vela Grant to help us pursue and to grow our school. So we're so grateful for that and will help us in relocating and rebuilding. And, you know, that's my dream, but I might have to rent out a church building. I might have to do a commercial building for a little bit till we get to that ultimate dream. Or maybe God is saying, you know, during this season, it looks differently. But we know right now, after year three of doing this in our house and growing, that it's time to relocate. And so uh, can you imagine, you know, moving in the midst of well, maybe you can, but wow, my, you know, my daughter's in high school, my other daughter's going to middle school. I've got big projects for Teacher Light or Light Shine, big projects for Lighthouse Learning, relocating in the midst of this and just other things that I have to plan for for our family. So there are some big changes coming up. Restructuring, meaning um, looking at the grade levels that we provide for. Right now, we've been able to manage K through five, but looking at really separating into K one, two, three four, five with different teachers, and then possibly adding on a middle school or not. So there's going to be a restructure for that, which means that we may lose some of our students, but we always are hopeful in gaining more students. And it's okay because we want to build it the right way. We want to build it the way that we know is best for the way that our gifts and talents operate according to what God has planned for us. And then the last three is rejuvenate because, you know, you can get into so much of building and growing, but we want to be rejuvenated in our spirit and for the love of what we do and who we serve and how we serve them. So how does that look? That looks like bringing the joy back again into this new season of life of, yes, there's going to be a lot of 
decision-making and growing pains, but how can we look at this as joyful as possible and rejuvenate our school from the very beginning, you know, three years ago into now we're entering into this new season and looking at our daughters, you know, my daughter's got a couple years left of high school and my youngest daughter is starting middle school. And how does that look for our family? And how does that impact the way that we show up and do what we do working wise. So those are the three R's of Lighthouse Learning. That's relocating, restructuring, and rejuvenating. And I'm so grateful that you can be here to watch us because and be a part of our journey. I'm so grateful that you listened today. I know that you can do this. I know that you can. I know it feels scary. I know it feels like the bridge might fall out from underneath you, but you're going to make it. I know you can. Do your simple mind sweep. Get the thoughts squared away. Break your actions into quarterly goals and then break it down from there. Build in weekly review time. And stay motivated and confident by constantly clarifying and getting your thoughts out and speaking about your idea. I'm excited for you to be with us. Again, join our Facebook group, Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community. Tell us what you what you took away from this episode. Start a chat. Just ask your questions. Go to our website, teachersletyourlightshine.com. Leave us a review on the podcast. We're so grateful for you. And until next time, I'll see you on Instagram or Facebook. And I look forward to connecting with you. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.